Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. You haven't quite yet reached your full potential as a salon CEO. Things are ticking along nicely, your salon is growing, your team are happy and business is as expected, yet you have this fire inside of you just to keep going, to keep dreaming big. Everyone has their own unique idea of what success looks like. And for many owners, that could be purchasing another salon, growing a large team, being able to take a holiday, or your team can thrive without you. While everything is going fine in your day-to-day life, it's this gnawing feeling at the back of your mind that you could, would, should achieving more what stops you from achieving that is it the big dream feels unattainable or is it that you don't know the steps to get there well in this episode i want to introduce christina flack celebrity makeup artist and ceo of pretty girl makeup christina is the queen of discipline mother of five yes five and running two businesses she's had to knuckle down on ways to stay focused in the different areas of her life to reach her success. Now, Christina is going to share with you the strategies on how to stay in one lane as a business owner. I know that sounds boring, but how to run and manage a successful team that supports your vision and brand as much as you do. So when you have to switch hats, you know that everything else won't fall apart. So let's dive into this episode. I know you're going to love Christina. Let's meet her now. Christina, thank you so much for joining me on the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. So pleased to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. How are you today? Great. Well, look, before we dive in, Christina, why don't you give us a little bit of, well, who are you? Where are you in the world? And uh, how did you get to be doing the business that you were doing? Well, my name is Christina Flack. I am a celebrity makeup artist, and I am the CEO and creator of Pretty Girl Makeup. I started my company in 1999, and I still work as a makeup artist. I have three agents that book me jobs all around the country, and I, let's see, I have five children. I work, um, I also raise money for uh, two educational funds that I have, and let's see, what else do I do? I think that's a few, that's the main stuff that I do. (laughs) <laughs> well, look, why don't you tell us a little bit about what was the inspiration behind starting Pretty Girl? Um, what made you, uh, what was the difference that you were sort of determined to achieve? Tell us a little bit about that story. Well, I was a mother driving around with a bunch of children, having a fight between my water and my lip gloss, and I was constantly losing. So I couldn't find one that wasn't drying. Um so I are long enough lasting for my liking. So I thought, oh, I can do this myself. And so I uh, started to work with a beauty chemist and we formulated the texture and the colors. And it took significantly longer than I had anticipated. I thought I'd be up and running in like a month. And it uh, took over a year to formulate between 
you know, the, the beauty chemist would send product and then I would try it out on all my friends and family and then send notes back. And so that's a kind of how it started. Uh, the name pretty girl originated from, I was on holiday with some friends and family in Hawaii. And my friend Claudia was a, is a very funny German model. And she said, while our kids were finally swimming by the pool, she said, Oh, look at we're pretty girls. And I said, what does that mean? And she said, Oh, no one knows we're mommies for five minutes. And I thought that's <laughs> perfect. We can, I love making jokes about uncomfortable situations. And sometimes being a mommy, as you know, could be uncomfortable or exhausting or all the above, but uh, that's how it started. I love it. Tell us a little bit about your journey sort of pre uh, pretty girl makeup and as a celebrity makeup artist. Uh, which you continue to do, what is that like kind of juggling the two now? I love actually having the two. It kind of uh, balances my life out. I love being creative. I am still an artist and I love being part of a team and making people beautiful. But I also like having something a little more tangible and solid, like having a business. Um, So on days that I'm not on a photo shoot like today, I am in my office. Um, But if I'm on a photo shoot, obviously, I'm focused on that, but I'm still checking emails and running my business. Yesterday, for example, I'm also um, a beauty expert on NBC here in the United States on a show called California Live. So yesterday, we were shooting uh, fall trends and uh, makeup tips. And then the second segment we shot was um, doing glittery lips for Halloween. So that'll be coming out in a few weeks. So I, it's, I don't know how I've gotten to this place. It's just kind of evolved, but I've never said no to an opportunity. My agents call and I'm always like, yes, I'm excited. Um, I, when I started out, I was working on friends and family. And then I started working with some photographers and miraculously got a book together um, of a portfolio to submit to get to get an agent. And so that's how I started doing that. And then little by little, I started working on different TV shows and with different uh, fashion houses and celebrities and my portfolio has grown and, um, and I love it's so much fun. I really enjoy it very much. It's always different. I travel a lot. I'm in a new place. I work with interesting people and it's a lot of fun. And I'm not, you know, it's, it's hard work, obviously, Uh, you're on your feet, they're really long hours, you wake up early, but there are uh, a lot of bonuses to it that most jobs don't have. There's, it's, it doesn't get stale or old, because you're always with someone, you know, different people in a different area. And you're creating something different. Every project is different. If I'm working with a fashion house, like a Gucci or Louis Vuitton, they're very clear and specific as to how they want me to do the makeup. Um, If I'm working on a TV show like uh, with Tyler Florence, he's a celebrity chef. Um, We just did a show called The Great Food Truck Race. I just have to make him look, you know, fresh and natural and good. And so it's always different. I, the show yesterday was me getting to be totally crazy and creative and putting lip gloss and glitter on my lips with a, you know, a very fancy outfit. So it's always different. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And then you have to come home and still cook the dinner and put the washing on. So it's so funny. Yes, that's absolutely true. I got a, a note from a friend, my girlfriend that lives in North Carolina, Susan today. And she said, 
I saw your segment on the TV. She goes, your life is just so exciting. And I said, it really isn't. It looks, the excitement is what you see. The reality is it's not that exciting. (laughs) My personal life is not that exciting. I'm home, I cook dinner, you know, I work out. And so I'm I'm glad it's uh, giving the illusion that's a lot more exciting than it really is. (laughs) Uh, So you've got five children. I do. How old are your children now? Uh, my oldest, Melania, is going to be 29 this month. Wow. She is a fashion designer. She studied in London at Central St. Martin's. She's a couture designer, and she's starting her own line of golf wear. And my daughter, Rose, is going to be 27 on the 4th of September. And she is a, a screenwriter in Los Angeles. And my son, Nikolai, is... Uh, 20 is going to be 22 and he is in college playing golf and he's studying jazz. And my uh, son, Ben is 16 and he is in high school and he is a golfer. Ah, family of golfers. I love it. Yes. Yes. They're amazing. So I'm very proud of my kids. They're really wonderful people. How lovely to be able to say that. I think that's really great. Um, well, I say it now. It wasn't always the case. Yeah, for you sure. Had, you've had teenage daughters. You know how that is. <laughs> hey, they're I was lovely a teenage now. <laughs> yes, they're, they're you know they're grown adults now and they're fantastic. But there was all you know. There's always bumps in the roads with teenagers. For but sure. they're fantastic. I, I look forward to that. Mine are twelve and sixteen, and so we're going into that phase. But I can see moments where I can see, oh, yes, I can see there's a, a, a different friendship starting to build. Are they are they girls or boys? What two boys. Oh, two well, boys. see, it's very different. You 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 don't have teenage daughters, so you uh-huh. don't know what. Well, you were a teenage daughter. So I was a teenage daughter. <laughs> hey, I just wanted to pop in to tell you something. Don't worry, we're going to get back to this awesome episode in just a second. Now, if this sounds like you, listen up. You have a team. You love your team. But... You're sick of wondering why and wishing your team would make their sales targets. You want them to be smashing sales because it shows that they're actually looking after their clients really well. Like imagine if you could have a way to make more from the clients that you already have, increase sales without spending more on advertising. Well, it's totally possible and I want to help you. And I want to help you do it with ease in a classy way. No hard and dirty sales tricks here ways to serve your clients make more because everybody wins the team the client and of course you the business owner now if you want to find out more just dm me uh, and let's chat i'll make a plan for you i'm also going to leave a link for you on the show notes of this episode all right let's get back to the episode let's talk a little bit about um Manage, managing a team. You've got a big team. Absolutely. And um, I think this is a skill and a discipline that needs to be formed and created. It's much like parenting. I'm, I'm often uh, relating it to the parenting relationship. Different, same, same, but different. Um, so talk to me a little bit about being the business owner and the leader of a large team. What are some of the sort of key criteria that keeps you focused and uh, successful? I think giving everyone, you know, hiring, you know, just being really clear on who you hire, that they are really as excited. You want people to have the same enthusiasm and work 
ethic and love of the job as, as I have. And so that's a key thing. I also let people do their job. I don't micromanage. I like to see what they're doing, but I kind of let them for, I let them do their job and I don't butt into it unless I see that there's a problem of not doing their job or doing a poor job, which I have been very blessed. Um, my team is fantastic and they're doing great things. My social media is run by Miss Avery and, uh, and Allegra, and they take care of all of the TikTok and Instagram and all of the Facebook. And I send them, we do an interesting thing with our way of doing social media because I'm very blessed because I am still a makeup artist. I get content constantly. So the photo shoots I'm on, the models I work with, I just send them images and they put it out into the world when and how they, I mean, they do it daily. So consistency is a big deal. Um, and I give them product to, to work with. And so I, I've let them just do their job. And, um, I also am very, I have an open door. If someone has an idea, I am not so, I love when people come to me and go, Hey, how about we try this? And I think that's great to be able to, that people are comfortable to come to me with something, some idea that they have. Um, I want that. Um, I also feel that, you know, being, I think you can, if, if things aren't going well and you're not pleased with something, I think you can do it. You don't need to scream and yell. You can do it in a positive way. And I like to, I like to start out with, if something's not going well, I like to compliment. I'm like, you're doing great with this, but I think this area needs some improvement, or I'd like to see you do this differently. So I think you can say anything to anyone, but I think it can be done in a pleasant way. I don't think you get a lot from people um, being angry or bitchy or mean. It doesn't, no one's going to want to work with someone that's like that. So um, I think those are things that I think are important. Yeah, I love that. I love that a lot. Um, Talk to me a little bit about you staying in your own lane and being the CEO, the business owner, and how you manage your time between doing the work and doing all of the things and doing the running around and staying focused on like what's what's next, the future and, and future casting. Is there a process around that or is this something you think of in the middle of the night? <laughs> I think being disciplined is just really important. I wake up every day pretty much at the same time. I make sure that I exercise and I eat well. And I get some fun time. Um, I've really had to learn to do that because before I was just like work, work, work. I would never put my phone down. And I, 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 my business partner, Jordan and I, he had me do this executive course and how to get more out of your time and be more effective and be a better CEO. Uh, and what I really got out of this course was managing your time. But also, you know, it's kind of like being a professional athlete. They have a, let's just say the average professional athlete's span of their careers, let's just say seven years. Well, if you're a CEO, you could be that for 30 years. So you can't just be working like a crazy person 24-7. You do need to be able to put the phone down and, and rest. And I think getting some time to be creative for me really helps me do that. 
Um, so I don't get burnt out on just running my company. I think that would be, um, I think that would be really hard if I still didn't have that outlet. So I'm, I'm luckily able to, to do both. Yeah, I, I would agree with you there. I think that's really important. I was thinking about this today, actually. Um, we've just relocated into a new office space. And so this morning I was getting tools to build desks and do crazy things. And, and it I looks was, lovely, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, I was on the road. We've had uh, many slips here with the weather in Wellington. So there was traffic jams and I was sitting in the in the car and there was downtime. I had, had not planned to listen to anything. And I just had to sit in the car and uh, I solved a bunch of problems just sitting there quietly Isn't that myself, amazing? thinking through business and, and, and a, um, a two-day workshop that we've got coming up. And it was in those moments that all of the information came together in my quiet moment and solved the problem. So what's a great thing for you right there to have had sure. that experience because I think every day you do need to have a little quiet time because mm-hmm. you do need to think. And there's so much. And if you don't have time that's quiet and peaceful, you really can't be effective. So you've basically taken that course that took me like, you know, six weeks. (laughs) The other one is cooking and cleaning. I have a cleaner. I I need to have a cleaner in my house. Um, uh, But I discovered, Christina, that one of the downsides to delegating this job is that I don't have the vacuuming time. Don't worry, I vacuum a couple of times a week. But that is a really good thinking time. You know, you, you vacuum and you think and you solve the problems in the vacuuming. You know what? It's so funny. My boyfriend said this to me the other day. He's like, why? Because I said, oh, I'm cleaning the screens. And he said, why? You have a housekeeper. I'm like, I don't know. It feels good to do yeah. it. I like starting a task, completing a task. And yes, and today my house cleaner was supposed to be here and she's late, but that's okay. You know, it's not like it's dirty. I'm just, I can tell you're like me and it's like I'm... Things are totally clean. No one in the world would come in here and not think this house is perfectly clean. But but um, clean anyway. Yes, <laughs> I call it. It's kind of active relaxation. Absolutely. Space, you know, I, I can't just sit for no reason and no purpose. It doesn't feel right. I'm too busy for that. But if I can do some active relaxation or get stuck in a traffic jam, and it's like this is when all the magical ideas come together. So I'm I'm a big advocate of white space for sure. Yes, it's it's hard to stay focused sometimes. There's a lot of distractions in life, but <laughs> sure. But I think it does help um, to have both. In you know that I have both careers going at the same time. It takes a lot of distraction away, even though I have a lot of distraction in my life. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about staying positive in rough times. We've been through a, a really rough two or three years. Um, Christina, uh, what are your thoughts around kind of coping, surviving and staying positive and coming back out the other end? I definitely think that happiness and staying positive is a choice. Um, and I think that wasting time worrying about things is is useless. And it's a better thing to be doing would be to just staying focused on something that you love doing um, instead of worrying about all that stuff it doesn't matter. I think that the universe is totally there for you if you if you can um, not get distracted by these people in the other room. Um, I think the universe will be there and help you if do whatever you're focused on. So if you're focused on worrying about things, 
and negativity, that's what the universe thinks you want to have happen. So I really try to just stay focused on the outcome I want, not the outcome I don't want. Yes, well said. Um, all right, uh, what's next for uh, Pretty Girl Makeup and your brand in the future? Where are you well, and the brand going? Where are me and my brand going? Well, my brand and I are hopefully moving on up. We're getting bigger and better every day. But um, I am really excited about being this um, beauty expert on NBC. That's really exciting for my career. And it's great for my company as well to just have that exposure. And the brand, we are expanding. Uh, my partner and I, we are starting a new brand called I'm Too Busy Cosmetics. And so we have investors that are, so we've been working on that. And it takes so much longer than one would ever think, even though I've done this before. But with the pandemic, things are a lot slower, um, you know, getting packaging, everything. So I just feel like I love what I do. So it's, I try to just enjoy the process instead of getting frustrated with the process, which at times happens. So for sure. Uh, it sounds like the I'm Too Busy brand is, uh, is for people like you and myself. Exactly. The inspiration. <laughs> it's exactly. It's perfect. Uh, it's what my life is. But I, I enjoy it. It's so much fun. And I love having I love having a lot going on. I enjoy doing the TV shows. I love being, you know, going on photo shoots. I love creating new products. I enjoy all of it. It's fun. I mean, of course, there are frustrations and bumps sometimes, but I try to just enjoy what's happening. Love it. Christina, what would be a quote or a mantra or something that keeps you focused and solid moving forward? What's something you can share with us? Well, I actually have it on my desk. It says, set your mind to a definite goal and observe how quickly the world stands aside to let you pass. And the other one I love is by Babe Ruth. And it's hard to beat a person that never gives up. So I think that describes me. <laughs> I love that. I haven't heard that uh, the first one that's um, I really, really like that a lot. All right, what about um, a blog or a podcast, something that you think all business owners should listen to or read? I was on this great podcast um, called Just Go F Yourself, and I think everyone should listen to it. It's very funny. Great. I'm going to put the link to, uh, to that podcast on the show notes of this episode. Yes. Christina, it's been great having you uh, along. Thank you for having me. Your story. Um, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Bye-bye. Thank you. And that's a wrap on this episode. Christina, I loved hanging out with you and having you on the Salon Owners Collective podcast. CEO discipline is something that I'm super intent about, which is why I teach salon owner strategies around how to stay focused as a salon CEO with my Salon Mastery program. I work with owners to understand your non-negotiable and big rocks within your life and business, how to create a roadmap and strategies to get you to grow and see the success you are after. All you need to do is click the apply now button in the show notes of this episode. Let's see if Salon Mastery is the right fit from you to take you from where you are today to where you want to be. What got you here will not get you there. I look forward to meeting you. Otherwise, let's connect again, same time, same place on the podcast. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. 
Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.